Hi, everyone. Welcome to Real Life, and this is Lisa coming at you. Today, we're going to talk about, it's called the effort list. Now, I'm going to use the word F uh, in my podcast, so if uh, you're uh, a bit sensitive to hearing the F word, uh, please disengage uh, right now from this podcast. If there are children about, please uh, remove them from the room. It's not that I like to say the F word, but we are talking about the effort list, and it sounds much better when we use uh, the word rather than F. Okay, so today this podcast defines what a a fuck it list is and isn't. It's going to also discuss our inner map and, and how we get sidetracked in life. So let's get to this. That is why I'm more into the idea of a fuck it list than a bucket list. Uh, what exactly is a fuck it list? First of all, we have to understand that stress and unhappiness don't actually come from external things. I know it sure seems like they do, but contrary to what we might think, everything in life is value neutral, as I call it. Things simply are as they are. Until that is, uh, human beings come along and decide to chunk reality down into good and bad. I like this, but I don't like that. I want this, and I don't want that. Our stress actually comes from the meaning, the value that we assign to objects. We invest things with different levels of meaning. Not only that, but we come to believe that these things should be a certain way. When these objects don't match up to how we think they should be, as is frequently the case in life, we get upset. Why? Because essentially, we're giving too much of a fuck. We generally spend our lives trying to get reality to match up to our likes and dislikes, to conform to our internal map of how we think it should be. But ultimately, life is life and things are going to happen as they happen, whether we like it or not. Period. The very notion of letting go and that can just be a real challenge to many people. This is because we cling so tenaciously to our beliefs and ideas about how reality should be, which is something that developed when we were a child from our parents, from our peers, from our teachers, everyone who was in our life. So again, life doesn't care what we think. It's far too busy running this whole show. It makes concessions for no one. The real secret to inner peace is knowing when to let go. Letting go doesn't mean that we don't care. It doesn't imply some kind of lazy apathy. It simply means we know when to stick to our own business. Our business is to live our lives as best we can, contributing to others and the world where appropriate, and letting others do likewise. When faced with outcomes we aren't too crazy about, it pays to remember that our true power lies in how we respond. It relates to our mindset and emotional maturity. 
Much of the time, we can't control outer events. We can't control other people. And I've spoke about this in previous podcasts. A lot of the time, we can't even control our own bodies. Have you ever tried to get your toenails to stop growing? Nope, not going to happen. So one of the most important life skills is knowing when to simply shrug and let it go. If it's not something that's not within our power to change, what other choice do we have, right? The only alternative is to waste our time, energy, and life force getting angry, upset, and stressed out. And what does that accomplish aside from making us miserable and sick? I don't have to answer that question. You already did. There comes a time when we need to learn to say, fuck it. Saying fuck it to stressful situations, to our worries and fears, immediately dissipates tension and frees up a whole lot of energy. It also helps us see things more objectively. While the situation, event, or circumstance may still not be to our liking, it begins to lose its hold on us. We become free of it because we're no longer resisting it. This is immensely liberating. So why not create your own fuck it list? Take an inventory of your life. See what's stressing you. Obviously, fix what you can. But figure out what you need to let go of. What you need to relax about. And what you need to say fuck it to. So here's my list. These are the things that used to be a big deal to me. but which I now endeavor to relax about. Maybe you'll be able to relate to it. Uh, Probably because my focus on real life is experiences that we all share. So number one, I say, fuck the past. I always tended to be rather past eccentric. I'd get hung up over mistakes I'd I'd made and beat myself up without relent. Sure, if we had our life to live over again, um, with hindsight, we'd probably all do things differently. I am not saying don't don't learn from the past. What I'm saying is don't live in the past. But I've come to realize that everything has always transpired exactly the way it was meant to. If it, if it could have been different, it would have been. I've always done my best with the resources and knowledge I had at the time. And generally, everyone else does too. Life isn't about getting it perfect. I've tried that. It doesn't work. There's no such thing as perfect. Life takes us where we're meant to be. Each situation and every perceived mistake offers us the opportunity to, what did I say? Learn and grow. Learn and grow from the past. So the past happened as it had to happen, and it's gone. It no longer exists. Therefore, it makes no sense to hold on to it other than to cherish the good times, the good memories, and let happy memories propel us forward. My second thing is, fuck the future. Uh, 
If the past doesn't exist, then neither does the future. When we think about the future, what we're actually thinking about is what I would say a projection in our mind, a mental fabrication we've constructed. Many people spend an inordinate amount of time worrying about what's going to happen with the economy in their personal lives, with their jobs, and an endless amount of other things. Obviously, it's necessary to plan certain things, don't get me wrong, and to take a responsible attitude when it comes to how we'd like our lives to unfold. But getting sucked into imaginary future projections is not a healthy way to live, particularly if we're always terrorizing ourselves with all the bad things that could happen. The what ifs. It will just play havoc on your your mental health. Now, We could spend our whole life worrying about the future and playing out various scenarios of what might happen, but things almost never transpire the way we think. So getting lost in such fantasies is a waste of time. What I've learned is that if I take care of things and do my best, and I'm honest with myself, and I ask myself, did you do your best? and I can honestly say to myself, yes, the future tends to take care of itself. Good things and bad things come, and I deal with them as best I can. Remember, good things and bad things come, and it's key to deal with them as best you can, as and when they happen. But Imagine dealing with things as they're happening and when they happen and carrying what's already happened in your mind and what may happen, what uh, catastrophe might happen. That's just too much for the mind to handle. And it's too confusing. You can't think logically. The other thing is, fuck what other people think. This is a big one. How often do we go through life paralyzed by the thought of what other people might think? We're actually hardwired to care about what other people think. Actually hardwired to care about what other people think. We all want to be accepted, validated, and to fit in. Folks, however, there comes a point when we realize that constantly living after other people's opinion is no way of living at all. Can you imagine that? Always trying to please everyone, always just caring what everyone thinks about you, and guess what? without getting religious, there was a man uh, a little over 2,000 years ago who was perfect and people, there were people who still didn't like him and all the suffering he did. So please, if people 
did not like this person. Don't expect them. Don't expect everyone to like you because they are not going to like you. Not everyone. So, what does it matter what other people think anyway? People's thoughts and opinions are fickle and ultimately mean very little. And let's face it, no matter how much we try to get people to like it and accept us, we simply can't please everyone all the time. It's far better to live authentically, to listen to our heart, and follow our own sense of what's right and wrong for us. I'm not talking anything about emotions here. Emotions, as I've said in a past podcast, Emotions are not logic-based. So, a life lived after the opinion of others is inauthentic and unfulfilling. Freedom is freedom to be yourself and to follow your own way. Now, I'm not talking about acting inappropriate or being a, a, a knucklehead. I'm saying to be authentic. Use common sense that is not emotionally based. So the people that matter will love you for it. And those that don't, they don't matter. Next thing, fuck wanting to be someone else. I think most of us grew up feeling that in order to be happy and fulfilled, we have to somehow be more, better, or different to what we are. Sadly, this sense of lack and inadequacy is conditioned into us from a young age, and it can take many forms. Maybe we feel we ought to be better looking, smarter, wealthier, more successful, more popular, or creative, or any number of other things. The sad thing is, our happiness is postponed until we are. And given that our time on this earth is finite, meaning it is not infinite, doesn't go on forever, that's truly sad. The fact of the matter is, We are the way we are. You are the way you are. We all have our own unique characteristics, abilities, and just things that uh, we have. Hmm, What's the best word here? Our own little peculiarities. This is just the way consciousness expresses itself through us based on innumerable factors. Sure, we're free to change things about ourselves and to set goals and adopt different characteristics and behaviors. But ultimately, we have to learn to accept ourselves as we are right now. Nothing's going to work in our lives until we do. And we'll always be frustrated and we'll always have conflict in our lives. It's taken me years to find my way back to this joyful, spontaneous, and carefree 
creativity of my childhood, but the less I care about the end result of my work, the more I enjoy doing it. And funnily, funnily or funny enough, the better it is too. Other thing is, fuck expectations. Expectations are stifling. They choke the joy out of life. The sad thing is, we're usually drowning in them. Our minds are full of them. A whole heap of expectations of ourselves, of others, and of life. In turn, others have a whole set of expectations of us too. But why should we conform to what others think we should be? Why should we even impose a whole heap of shoulds on ourselves? And why can't we let others be as they are without holding them prisoner to ideas of how we think they should be? By relinquishing all notions of how we think things should be, we become more present to life as it is now. We're living in the here and the now, in the present. Instead of living life driven by oh, a tangled mess of expectations, beliefs, prejudices, and mental abstractions, which are always based on ignorance or a limited view of the whole picture anyway, we come back to life. Life becomes simpler, smoother. Others don't bother us quite so much. Isn't that nice? Others don't bother us quite so much. We start being a little kinder to ourselves too. We stop trying to control things as much. When we cease trying to force things to be the way we think they should be, something incredible happens. We actually start to appreciate life. We start to see how blessed we actually are. Life isn't something that needs our micromanagement. The universe has been functioning just perfectly the past billion years without us. Really, why should I make so many constant petty demands of life? It's given me everything. When I manage and you manage to drop your expectations, we're both able to see how amazing life actually is. Instead of getting sucked up in all the dramas and the compulsion to many things to always go my way, I decided a much healthier way is to just let go, relax, and enjoy the show as best I can. And so concludes my fuck it list. It's very much anti-bucket list, really. Rather than listing all the things I want to experience, I'm simply... Hmm, how would I say, clarifying the things I no longer want to experience. Saying fuck it can be hugely liberating. So why not write your own fuck it list? What would be on yours? This is Real Life. This is Lisa. And for all my friends who are listening, stay well.